Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me, who's totally not tired, is Alex. Hi, I'm Feather. I definitely remembered that we were recording today and didn't show up late. Yeah, I was not late for once, and everyone else is like, oh, we're, we're all late. It's been, it's been a long weekend. All right. <laughs> Also joining us, also not late, was you. Hey. Yeah, so my hot water decided to randomly stop working until the exact time recording was supposed to start. So, yeah, that's fine. One of the trickiest showers I have ever taken. (laughs) Also joining us, clearly living it up as Evgeny. Hi. So, in in dedication to our our fellow Shardcast members who have taken a shower in the past hour, um, I decided to grow blurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Discord has been uh, having nebulous internet quality, but that's just uh, his webcam not focusing on him. You got to do the hand thing to like get make it. Focus. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. We're all great. This is all staying in. All staying in. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, great. And now Discord's making you pixely. Perfect. Just what I wanted. In honor of this, I decided to show up wearing a bathrobe. Um, Yep. Also in my bedroom with all my books because they are a dedication to the character we are going to be talking about today, uh, who is from books. Probably is from books, yes. Um, also, also, oh, I, no. I brought in show and tell because oh, I thought God. that my bathrobe was not... Shut up, you've seen it. It's nice. Wait, uh, your bathrobe? These... What? Oh, that. Yes. Look, I'm just saying the way you said that, it was not clear what I have seen. That's all I'm saying. Well, but, but you have also seen my bathrobe like I showed it to you. I'm I'm wearing it right now. This so is going here's a great. sticker. Here's a, here's oh, a it's sticker. a sticker of the odium thing. <laughs> yep. Oh. So I will I will very highly recommend the artist um, whom I know as Heatherly. Dude, uh, I think that's that, that's so good. Uh, I think that's her name on, on Instagram. And also, also, and I did not plan this, but this is perfect. Uh, here is lyft far superior to uber <laughs> and right. uh and right yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. she's uh she's carrying mm-hmm. little renarin there and, and little renarin is so very cute. also joining us we got yeah. grace hey how's it going i'm Arjun, by the way <laughs> there you remember this time wow good good job well i am the gator girl uh-huh. And I, I am not wearing any lipstick, and yet my lips are the same color as Alex's, <laughs> who true. is wearing lipstick. Definitely it's wearing true. lipsticks. It's, true. <laughs> it's maybe a little different, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. Also, you, you have a light now. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, this, is, this is the most lit shard cast I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we all have so, lights. We're wonderfully well lit yeah. all of a sudden. Yep. Uh, and who's not wonderfully well led is Matt. Hey, how's it going? I'm comatose on the forums. <laughs> Don't sound too <laughs> excited, Matt. I'm gonna say. 
<laughs> what can't. an intro, guys. What what an intro. Going, this is going great already, uh, <laughs> really. Uh, and I, I feel like that I'm chaos, and I feel like this episode will go really great because we didn't prepare this at all. Uh, we 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 had a topic. We're going to talk about uh, Renarin. Uh, oh, Rhythm of War spoilers. I don't think we'll have many Cosmere spoilers. So just like Stormlight spoilers, I <laughs> you, think. Probably just you, Stormlight. You misunderstand chaos. Feather has been preparing for this episode her entire That's life. True. We're yeah. good. Well, yeah. Uh, so, so basically, Matt had about a two message long discord message that is wonderfully pasted as our outline uh, with a vague outline of topics and then we were just like Alex will be here she'll carry us and she's like yeah I totally forgot we were going to record <laughs> I was about to go take a nap I was I'm definitely I'm really glad I checked discord before I went to <laughs> otherwise I would have been getting a phone call like hey we're all in the recording right. <laughs> what's happening so this will go great oh, this, what could go wrong let chaos reign you know yeah yeah that, that's what I'm all about I, I think I think we've tackled poor internet connection so far yep. we've tackled absence of hot water and we've tackled absence of presence oh we didn't talk about <laughs> matt coming in and out of the call for 40 minutes as well while all this was happening too so that that was also yeah. a thing internet seems stable after a computer restart yeah and you, you just... know what an hour and 20 minutes after our scheduled start time i think we're ready <laughs> we're ready we're Get ready guys oh. great let's talk about renarin uh so we didn't get too much Renar in this book. Not as much as Oathbringer. That, Not as much fine. as Oathbringer. Which, so. even though I like very, very much loved uh, Rhythm of War, I feel like I can't give it my favorite spot just because we didn't get as much Renar in as Oathbringer. Like, I have to keep giving it to Oathbringer just because yeah. Oathbringer was such a Renar book. Yeah. Yep. But until, until book I did seven. have some very interesting developments on the Renar in front. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Like getting a Janot viewpoint, uh, like as yeah. interlude too. I'm like, I am interested. Like that was sweet. I love how everybody I... opens up the first interludes and it's like, oh my goodness, a Sil interlude. This is so cool. And then you get to the second one, it's like Janot. It's like, oh, we're just going for it. All right, cool, yeah. great. <laughs> I will take it. That. Was it was so incredible. Yeah. Okay. I I really love that. Like Gliss seems to be like. Xia Nat's like hidden goal and she's like throwing Odium all these deflections and all these like oh look this is the secret I'm keeping from you but it yeah, yeah. makes me really curious but I like how she kind of presented it oh yeah mm -hmm. super cool I don't know maybe we should talk about just like Xia Nat and lightning spread uh, that, that, that seems like a sensible place to start uh because, you know, Shana is unique among the unmade of what what our heroes call corrupting. She calls them lightning uh, yep. spread. And Shana's uh, the most feared of the unmade, according to the Gem Archive, at least the old timey radiance. Well, and didn't we have a... There was something that talked about how Shana was not able to affect the higher spread. They thought, mm -hmm. yeah, right, but right. Obviously, that is not actually the case. And my my theory on that has always been that 
she probably cannot corrupt them against their will, but yeah. if the Spren are like willing participants in the quote unquote enlightenment, then it would probably work. And that that gives me the impression that Spren like Gliss and now Toomey, you know, willingly chose to be enlightened by Jeanat, which makes for an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I also thought it was a more recent development. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't do it in the past, but has it has either become possible now, she's figured out how to do it. Maybe it's a consent issue. Possibly the sealing of Baidomishram. Yeah, true. Made made it possible. The the weird thing is like in that gem archive in i think drawer 3020 uh after all the strike team stuff there was uh like a tiny emerald that was like don't tell anyone i foresaw this and like that and the emeralds are the truth watcher ones and so like Mm -hmm. it it could just be explained not necessarily as a thing janat could not do it's just the spren were not willing you know until like the radiance were broken or something, and that maybe like changed the Spren's point of view there. The other thing I was going to bring up is that the uh, the splintering of honor could have been a factor that yeah, made this true. possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and that maybe Jeanat was. This is a, a separate from the honor thing, but maybe Jeanat was always capable of doing this but didn't know that because wasn't there a bit uh, in the Colinar sequence in Oathbringer when uh, she was talking with Shalan and was saying that they, being Janat and Odium and their forces, didn't think they would be able to corrupt something as as complex, as advanced as an Oathgate mm. spren? Mm-hmm. I think there was something mm. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. 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 It seems like they're discovering new capabilities with this desolation. Like, yeah. I mean, true. we already know even just the Everstorm, like things have changed yeah. and they aren't working the same way as they were before. Mm-hmm. Makes makes me wonder if there's like other secret unmade abilities that they haven't been able to do in the past, but mm-hmm. the other unmade are going to start having new abilities as well, which hmm. that's cool. I, I would want that. Going off of honor splintering, we know that to a certain extent, when honor was alive, the magic worked the way honor thought it should. That's why there were no like singer radiance. Like he didn't think it should be possible, so it, like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Which, like it, it might have mechanically been possible, but like it didn't happen because he would not allow it. I thought that word of Brandon was more about how Aiden Nalsium saw things less than honor. About uh, like it, there are multiple okay. words of Brandon. Okay. Right? Like, All right. For Aiden Nalsium, mechanically, yeah. it worked the way Aiden Nalsium thought. Right, but right, like right. honor is just like it was just like singer of radiance aren't allowed, so they never happened. Mm-hmm. But theoretically they were possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it might have been like it was possible for Sianat to corrupt or enlighten higher spren, honor being alive could protect them to a certain extent and just like mm-hmm. no you can't do this like some enforcing of 
some sort of rules or something. Yeah. Because, like, even splintered off, they are part of him. Yeah. So, like, he's just protecting himself. Eh. I do like to think of it as protection. I think that's a a good framework. I, I still think probably the easiest explanation, especially since that epigraph does imply that it happened around the recreants like i i think that means there was uh an enlightened truth watcher uh among the radiance at that time so like i don't think there's necessarily a mechanical reason why other than other than spren not wanting it and also it seems like odium doesn't really like janat's children in a way right like in that interlude janat left some of her children for odium to unmake right but hiding others and so that's just very interesting so it, it might also be that odium doesn't want that in a sense yeah. not just honor it was and- my understanding that odium was chasing those corrupt windspren in in that mm-hmm. case yeah because he thought and he knew that Jana is planning things kind of behind his back like they're, they're playing this game of of yeah. secrets and they're yeah. they have plans behind plans behind plans. There's always another secret. I don't know why I thought of that. Kelsier is not even a Stormlight <laughs> character. Um, yeah. And and so Odium is chasing those friends because he wants to like mess with Janat's plans, not because he necessarily thinks that they are unnatural or anything like mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's true, but like knowing that Renarin's abilities, Odium can't see, like, people around Renarin as well. Like, that's kind of the thing with that vision. So that could be a reason why Odium specifically doesn't want this thing to occur. Because maybe he knows that, like, oh, that would that would be a liability in some way, perhaps. I'm wondering, because we, we know Odium or race didn't want to like pick up any other shards and mix his investiture. Mm. I just wonder maybe if Sia not does corrupt a spren, is that something Odium could like reclaim? Or is that investiture or like the odious investiture she corrupts it with just like gone from him and mixed with honor's investiture forever? Huh, that's an interesting idea, right? Because you'd you'd think that like spren are pretty invested. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. if you just think of standard spren turning into shard blades, shard blades are super highly invested, right? That, that, that's how it works. Uh, yeah. So, like, is Janat using some of her own power? Is she drawing off of Odium directly to for that, just like the investiture? It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they are, they are drops in the ocean when compared to, like, the entire shard. Like, I don't yeah. think Odium would be concerned about, you know, Spren in like polluting his pool of investiture with with honor honors investiture cultivations investiture like they're I don't know if he'd necessarily be concerned with the like mechanics of it but maybe it's just sort of like a principle of the thing type mm-hmm. thing where he's like no I don't want like to mix with honor and cultivations investiture I want my investiture to be separate that does sound like a petty thing that he would want like that that <laughs> That also checks out if that was his motivation. Yeah. Well, but no, no, but 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 he he endorsed the unmaking of the sibling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's like he made Sianoth to corrupt Spren for a reason. Yeah, I guess that's true. So it's like. Or unmade her for a reason. Unmade Whatever her. that means. And, and so maybe it's less about the act of corrupting things he doesn't like and something particular to the corruption of Radiant Spren. You know, like that maybe that's going beyond what Tianot intended. You know, with the sibling, there's something very important tactically about right. messing with the sibling. Yeah. Whereas... Again, kind of playing along this, he can't see Renarin very well. Um, I also kind of wonder if there's like there's something going on specifically with Truth Watchers. Like, why is it always Truth Watchers that are or uh, Mist Spren that are seeking or agreeing to the Enlightenment? Um, yeah, that was a thing in one of the streams that uh, Brandon said. Well. Truth, uh, the misbrand are the most willing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will and say know... I've, I've always been dubious about the the sort of the truth watcher gemstone we have that talks about foreseeing this. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always thought that that could possibly be a red herring um, because it shows up before we find out that you know something is up with Gliss. I've I've wondered if. You know, it was more a mundane sort of I foresaw this rather than that Truth Watcher had future visions and almost if it was a red herring of Brandon trying to be like, no, these are normal Truth Watcher powers that Renarin has. Don't be suspicious of any of those things. I mean, it's possible that there were online Truth Watchers, friend, but I'm not fully convinced um, that this right. isn't a new thing for this desolation. I'm, I'm going to slightly disagree just because like some of the details, like the fact that it was a small emerald, you know, like it's kind of like this Truth Watcher wanted this information to be preserved somehow, but, but was like very know. self-conscious and wanted to keep it hidden. Yeah. So it was like... A, a small emerald which would make sense that like yeah obviously seeing the future is of odium and so that truth watcher would be like yo i'm terrified by this stuff but i foresaw yeah. this that this whole strike team thing that doesn't seem good circling back to jaanat ian said something earlier about jaanat was created by odium to enlay and spread but do we know that Odium has control in the unmaking process of what the unmade do? Um, not explicitly, but I feel like because he's threatened her with unmaking her again, like destroying her, that mm-hmm. like if he wasn't okay with her enlightening spread, like he would have destroyed her a long time ago. As soon as like you do something I think is stupid, like I'm not going to keep you around. Is my I I was see the thing is from that line, I always always sort of got the impression that the unmaking was less about the powers and more about the personality Mm -hmm. underneath. Like if you don't do what I like, I will unmake you and erase your personality and have a blank slatey version of Sia and not that I can work with to enlighten Spren instead of you. Mm-hmm. And this is actually uh, feeding into what I wanted to bring up just a moment ago. So let me let me read the passage from Jeanat's interlude cool. uh, that Ian just alluded to. If Odium caught her in a verifiable lie, he would unmake her again. 
steal her memory, rip her to pieces, but in doing so, he would lose a useful tool. And so this is a passage I've been thinking about a lot in, in the months since uh, Rhythm of War came out, because I feel like this is one of the very few passages that gives us some insight into the process of unmaking. Yeah. So we have this and the fact that Rabonio is unmaking the sibling. Right. And plus also a, a passage from a little earlier where um, Janat is speaking with the Spren we would later learn to be Tumi. Mm, uh, and right. saying that if Odium caught him, he would unmake him. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, so what do we know from it? We know that unmaking erases the memory, possibly even steals the memory, as Janat says, which is weird, spooky, especially considering the epilogue and the implications there. Yeah. True. Yep. Um, and that Odium would lose a useful tool, mm -hmm. and so. I'm I'm trying to reconcile all of these. Like, yes, he can unmake Janat, and that doesn't like delete her from existence. It's it's a process different from just destruction. But also, he would like what is he losing if he erases her? Like her mind, her craftiness. Mm -hmm. I kind of took that as her both her either her experience and like her, you know, like she's been around a long time and if he unmakes her maybe it's like a reset uh the other thing i was thinking about was maybe this process takes time like if he unmakes her is she like out of play for this desolation and then he can have a new shot not next round but maybe she's not mm -hmm. in play anymore for right now those were a couple ways i thought of interpreting it there's just so little we know about what the unmade like actually are, what they were before. Like we've gotten hints of possibilities, but we don't have anything solid. So question. Do we think enlightening is similar enough to unmaking? So like maybe. So let me back up. Um, shockingly, you guys don't know my thoughts. Um, I think I know where you're going, though. So, Gliss doesn't remember, if I recall correctly, what or who he was before his bond with Renarin. Yes. I think that's right. And yeah. so, there is some memory loss involved in this, and there is memory loss involved in unmaking, it seems. Mm -hmm. And from Rabonio and the sibling, from that, from that passage about... Um, Awakening? Unmaking. <laughs> um, it, it seems like unmaking is <laughs> Mix it all is together. also um, like it, it, it has to do with like pumping Odium's investiture into the thing you want to unmake. Um, whether it has to be Odium specifically, whether it has to be any foreign investiture, whether there are other factors in play, I don't know, but it doesn't matter because it seems like with enlightening or corrupting, Janat is pumping Odium's investiture into a willing Radiance Pren, and there's memory loss involved in both enlightening and unmaking. But with enlightening, it seems like she doesn't go all the way. It's like half unmaking, right? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Radiance Pren is also not fully like 
corrupted. It's it seems like they're they're half and half to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I will point out that memory loss in New Radiance Bren is a thing. It's That's like true. That's true. It's taken still a while to regain all of her memories. Yeah. So it, it might mm-hmm. not be related to exclusively to the enlightening. But like my thoughts on enlightening versus unmaking is that enlightening is mixing Odium's investiture in with whatever investiture is already there. It's corrupting it. So it's like just mixing it. Unmaking, I think, and this is a bit of a crack theory that I Let's haven't go. spoken to anybody about, is Great. that Shardcast exclusive. Yes, exclusive. <laughs> Unmaking to a certain extent is like you're basically breaking down the investiture that is already there and remaking it with Odium's investiture. So it's like mm-hmm. you're basically like you have the blueprint that is the sibling and you're basically using Rabonio's using void light Odium's investiture to basically unmake the sibling that is there and like reconstitute it out of void light. Bit of a Theseus. It's the same house, yeah. different bricks. Yes, or it's like co- or cognitive shadow. It's like to a certain extent, where it's like the soul that was there is replaced with investiture. I, I was like, kind of thinking the cognitive shadow angle mm-hmm. as well, but like because we know this this um, unmade are splinters of odium, right. regardless of whether they were something before. Like they appear to be like purely of odium now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think to understand the word unmake, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think you have to think about unmaking and enlightening in terms of spirit webs, because Ooh, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because to me, like unmaking the way you said that, it just makes me think unmaking your you're unmaking the spirit web specifically mm-hmm. and sort of rebuilding it with Odium's investiture, whereas enlightening is enlightening the spirit web specifically Mm -hmm. i I mean obviously that has effects on and changes them in the cognitive and physical realm but i think when thinking about those terms and what they're doing you have to think about like this is happening on a spiritual level to the spirit web and it makes a lot more sense when you think of it in that in those terms Hmm. I, i think i like this idea that the enlightening is like a half step like it's not fully unmaking and like there can be some mechanical differences going back to the thing with ja not though and like losing a tool like there's a line of she would be ripped into pieces right and whereas Mm -hmm. like i don't think enlightening spren is ripping them into pieces right like that that's a diff like there is some sort of mechanical difference and I I think I'm with you, Grace, that if Odium ripped her apart and then rebuilt her, I am not sure she would have the same abilities. I don't think that has to be true. And so mm-hmm. like it I think that could be different. Uh that said, given the ripping to pieces versus Rabonial just pumping in void light. I mean, maybe Rabonial's soul casting the sibling in other ways that we don't quite 
see really uh but mm-hmm. like it is a little weird uh specifically <laughs> on making but i'm sure it'll make sense eventually <laughs> yeah yeah and, and it's like a, a mortal unmaking versus yeah audio unmaking yeah, yeah. something yeah because it's like I, I i think there there has to be more than like her just pumping has to be void light yeah. into the sub- yeah like that doesn't make any sense something. yeah 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 Mm-hmm. She didn't do a lot of transformation with her surge of transformation, so I'm sh- that at least yeah. that we like really knew in detail. She's mostly just like I'm doing stuff with the sibling, and yeah, it's it's crazy. I kind of wonder how much of a identity piece or change is happening mm-hmm. in the process. You know, like with the Truth Watcher Spren, the one we have named is dreaming though awake. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the two corrupted truth watchers friend we have are Gliss and Toomey. So like, I kind of wonder how much that process like changes, like if it's changing the name, what else is it changing? Like, are they really the same entity they were at all before being enlightened? say no but also uh there could be different groups of miss spren i i do think that 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 is a plausible thing with different naming convention because not all miss spren are the same necessarily but something's going on there yeah yeah i am going to make a comparison i think obviously i think there's more to it but i think enlightening is sort of more equivalent to using lorazium to become a misborn whereas Unmaking is more like using hemallergy to become a misborn type thing. That's if that makes sense in terms, of, in terms of what's going on on the spiritual level. Hmm. I don't know about that. I, 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 a little, I, I, I somewhat agree. Like, obviously, it's not a perfect analogy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. But the part about getting a similar result using two different methods, I can buy into. And I think. And whereas I think enlightening is more like you're altering the identity, altering the spiritual DNA in some form, whereas unmaking is more like hemallergy in like the violence of whatever you're doing to the spirit web. And one's consensual and one's not, right? So like enlightening presumably requires. I mean, we don't really know about the lesser spren, like how that works. I guess Shana can just do that. But like, if they're yeah. sapient, it requires that consent, uh, and then like some transfer of power. Who knows the function? But uh, <laughs> unlike, you know, like Lorassium, you have to choose to take the Lorassium, whereas Hemolar just like, yeah, I'm st- stabbing you with a spike, and you better deal. With it. So, like, unmaking has no consent, no consent required in unmaking. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, while we're on the topic of mechanics, should I just open another can of worms yeah, let's on do all it. of us? Let's do it. So, Rhythm of War made me lose a uh, mechanics theory bet. Oh, you did? In that uh, we found out apparently the the fused are surge binders. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Which means, you know, I was I I definitely thought they were our, they were a void binding representation, <laughs> which leaves <laughs> we still don't necessarily know what void binding is, but nope. I have heard it proposed that, you know, whatever is going on with the enlightened truth watchers and Renarin. And that back charts and way of case. Is that void binding? Is that void binding related? Is that Well 
do we want to talk about Renarin's specific power set? Because we do have more details in this book. Yeah, so. we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently his illumination is different, right? He summons this globe yep. of light in part one. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's apparently bright blue and Navani's surprised it's not red and like corrupted. And so it seems like he can't do regular light weaving. So not not only that, but Navani also says that that I apologize for this sentence. But Navani also says that his balls of light also do weird things sometimes. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yes, yeah. They he could only summon lights, and they did strange, unnatural things sometimes. So, huh. and we do know that the regular Truth Watchers do have regular light weaving. Yeah, so this is can. not a yeah. Truth Watcher light weaver difference. Yep. Yeah. Then there's some really interesting things with uh, Kaladin versus Moash in part one, and Renarin comes mm-hmm. and like summons a huge light, uh, and it's almost it's almost like a gold shadow, right? Yeah, yeah. or meladium. Yeah, yeah or, or yeah, meladium, right? Uh, where like there's a different image of Moash that's wearing uh, a brilliant blue uniform, not black. Um, <laughs> very different Moash. Come on. One's blue, one's black. Um, and this one raised a hand confident, and although Calden couldn't see them, he knew people gathered behind this Moash, protected, safe. The image of Moash burst alight as a shard spear formed in his hands, no, the real Moas screamed. No, take it, take my pain. And he's and that and he just leaves. So it's like <laughs> that is interesting for several reasons. One, it's sort of like a Meladium shadow, but Moash can see it. Which, like, <laughs> like if you just used Meladium, that would not be true, right? Yeah. Only <sighs> the user would see the shadow, right? I don't know if he can see the shadow or if whatever Renarin is doing is messing with it with Moash's connection to Odium, and so it has a okay, similar sure. effect to what Navani did at the end in Eurythera, where like he's breaking the connection and, and Moash can now feel all the things that Odium was shielding him from. Mm. Well, I think it's a little that is, that is Kaladin's point of view, and Kaladin can see it. Yeah. So I feel like if Kaladin can, yeah. Moash probably can as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's, yeah, like Renarin is projecting it. Yeah, um, it's like using externally. illumination for this specific purpose, but it's like also like this weird, just like totally different version of Moash that who didn't betray Bridge Four, and so it's yeah, very Which different sort of illumination. The first time that we've seen this power from Renarin, actually, it does mm-hmm. show up in Oathbringer. Um, there's a scene where he is, he heals um, Adolin's mm-hmm. hand mm-hmm. early on, and there's you know there was a lot of a discussion about uh, Adolin talks about he feels like he sees himself perfected right. for just a moment, and people were wondering like is that just an internal thing? Is that a result of the healing? Was that actually mm. a part of his illumination? And I feel like 
now that we have this much more dramatic expression of it, I think we can we can see that what happened with Adolin was something very similar in terms of that sort of tapping into the spiritual aspect of the person to show them themselves. And, you know, maybe the, the illumination is tied into just, you know, bringing it into a, a place where it's visible, um, hmm. which I think this ties in really well with, I've always sort of had the, the lingering idea that this is what truth watchers use their illumination for, you know, light weavers spin, you know, deceptions and they're, uh, you know, Shalon is very focused on lies, but mm-hmm. I think you could have a power of this sort of like illusory magic and use it to heighten truth, use it to mm-hmm. reveal things to people that are, are not necessarily visible to all, but you can like shine a light on it with illumination in a way. Um, mm-hmm. So and yeah. doesn't, I, I think it was the essays that came out. Well, not the essays, but like the the Radiant Quiz results, mm-hmm. like little blurb things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was they that talked about how uh, for Lightweavers, Illumination is about seeking like internal truth. And mm-hmm. for truth, like who they are. But for Truth Watchers, it's about like finding the truth out there, something that is objectively true in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that, that can also like, play into that. It's their words. I will seek truth versus I will speak my truth. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Right. And what's interesting is aren't the truth watchers also known as the most secretive of the orders or like esoteric? Yes. Yeah. Esoteric. esoteric. Like they don't. They don't so talk about what they do. They don't they talk about what they do. Through an exceeding abundance of tact. Right. Yeah. Oh, so in it's interesting that yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we associate light weavers with secrets, but really, like, out externally, the truth watchers are like seeking truth, but what they're learning or what they're doing, they're keeping hidden. So it's it's a yeah. kind of interesting duality. So what it says, uh, is now as the truth watchers were esoteric in nature. Their order being formed entirely of those who never spoke or wrote of what they did. In this lies frustration for those who would see their exceeding secrecy from the outside. They were not naturally inclined to explanation, and in the case of Corberon's disagreements, their silence was not a sign of an exceeding abundance of disdain, but rather an exceeding abundance of tact. Mm. Also, I am slightly triggered by uh, a set. Wow, this is all one sentence into this two semicolons. That is, that is quite a thing. I just, I just, double, I just noticed that. Well, it's even just like semicolon, then another phrase semicolon. I'm like, wow, we mm-hmm. didn't even have a comma in between those semicolons. Jeez. Yeah. And, and I think we see this with Renarin as well in terms of. Uh, he knows a lot more about what's going on around him than he necessarily tells people. And, and some of that I think is due to the visions, yeah. of course, yeah, you know, yeah, they're, right. they're showing him things that are going to happen. But I think we also see a little bit of it in, in the early moments of Oathbringer where I get the sense that Renarin maybe knows that Adolin is the one who killed Sadeus, but yeah, that's true. Is mm-hmm. keeping that to himself yeah. because you know, he's got all of his secrets. Who is who's he to go sharing anybody else's? And I think that's 
that's kind of the vibe that I get off of the Truth Watcher order historically is that they were they were kind of the people who just had sharp eyes and figured things out and you know they were they were the people who were naturally inclined to figure mm-hmm. out all of those things but didn't necessarily you know they weren't gossipy and they weren't trying to stir drama it was just important that somebody know what was happening yeah Th- they seek the truth of- and reveal the truth that needs to be revealed and yeah. keep quiet the truth that needs to be kept quiet yeah yeah and it, it's interesting cuz i kind of there's almost a a synergy but in a different flavor with Tia Anat being the taker of secrets. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's you true. know, that's like, a title. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Like, I kind of wonder if that's part of this too. Why? Yeah, it's Truth Watchers um, and Truth Watcher Spren that are forming these type of type of bonds. You know, in the Gem Archive, all the Strike Team stuff, all emeralds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Like it's a sequence of five emeralds with that very small emerald after that. God, I love the Oathbringer epigraphs. Like these They're epigraphs really cool. are pretty yeah. good, but like, oh man, I love the gem archive so much. <laughs> Not just because it has Vinamishram, though. Come on. They're yeah. really cool. But yeah. that's Re- regarding Renarin's this like illumination spirit. Mm. I, I kept calling it his spirit bomb ability. Um, <laughs> I mean, when we yeah. were like ta- just talking about it. Uh, but there's a moment where he goes to see Taravangian and yep. holds his hand out. And I can only assume that like what he was doing there was like, Ooh. if you take my hand, I will show you what I'm you gonna show do. you this vision. I'm gonna show you your perfect self. Mm-hmm. And Taravangian doesn't take the hand, and no. it's almost like what what would have changed if he had? <laughs> what would he have seen yeah. if you know what yeah. is Taravangian perfected look like? Yeah. I've I've always found it interesting the way that's described reminds me of how Nohadon describes the spiritual to Dalinar. The perfect you, the person beyond pain and error and uncertainty. And oh. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that like the, the parallels of how the spiritual aspect Nohadon describes to Dalinar and how Renarin is showing people like this version of themselves. Oh right, you did work on the spiritual realm of romantic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Grace knows so many things. Yeah. That... When you do I research mean, on a compromise article, you, you get real of, good at it. Yeah. It kind of makes sense that this could even possibly be like a truth watcher resonance in terms of mm. you think their other power is about healing and how much stormlight healing has to do with the spiritual self and a person's idealized self you know if truth watchers are the people who tap into that in order to do healing it makes sense that they would also be the ones who use illumination to show people what that actually is i don't know it's it's interesting it is interesting i really like that you brought up the healing alex because i was gonna (laughs) go down this path of like oh the illumination's weird because like in rhythm of war the illumination's weird and like (laughs) renarin's been healing lots of people and i mean off screen mostly Mm -hmm. uh and so like the main healing that we see is renarin of a healing adolin right so (laughs) it's interesting that it's with both the surges Right? Because the illumination is different. Renarin cannot use the illusions uh, like normal uh, normal light weaving at all. 
he has this weird ball light he can do this other thing so i wonder i just wonder how much the healing's related with that with the spiritual stuff because like mechanically it's very similar to the regular I mean, it's his illumination weird we don't necessarily know that specifically because of the enlightenment i mean it could just be radiance tend to have an easier time with one surge over the other i mean shallan still is having trouble with like soul casting well no it it says that they recruited several standard truth watchers and they could create illusions like shallan renarin couldn't do that gotcha okay i i want to bring something up though Uh that i just thought of okay so we see renarin give people these visions of their perfect selves but we also see Shalon do something similar That's with true. inspiring that people like Elohar. Yeah, that is true. I she and does um, Bluff Gaz, yeah. Bluff Gaz, yeah, yeah. Gaz, Bluff. I, I wonder how much this inspiration, like perfect self thing, is Truth Watcher or even Enlightened Truth Watcher specific versus this is something Ill- Illumination can tap into. And the way it's sort of expressed is differently. And maybe because, you know, maybe for truth watchers, it's expressed through the moment of healing when they tap into that. Whereas light weavers, it's more expressed through the drawing type thing. I don't know. So I will point out like when after like Shalon recruits the deserters, she's talking with um, Pattern and he refers to what she did as um, like you have this surge of like transformation you transformed them mm-hmm. so it's like mm. i like how like this might be an illumination power like informed by healing or informed by transformation and yeah or the different orders mm. and that also grace just reminds me how like in the inworld words of radiance the light weavers are like that spiritual sustenance right mm-hmm. that sort of thing there, there's another direction um, we can we can take this that is interesting to me, and it has to do with how much connection with capital C there seems to be with so much of what Renarin does. And uh-huh. I, I I don't know if I have like a conclusion to this, but there is a lot of well connections uh, we can draw, and it's and it, it's a little suspicious. Uh, we have the thing where he seems to be breaking the connection between Moash and Odium. Um, we have the thing where he seems to be able to connect with the people he is healing to like tap into their spiritual selves and like reveal what those spiritual selves are, like the, the idealized versions of themselves. Uh, there is the visions that he gets a big asterisk from Odium. Right. Um, there's a there's a bit in Rhythm of War where uh, either during the moment when he shows the vision to Dalinar or just before when he talks about how, oh, maybe I don't see these random visions. Maybe I see the things that Odium is like thinking about or interested in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, well, and and I've also had this this theory for a long time that void binding is very much about connection to and with Odium specifically not with like individual spren or anything of that nature and so i'm thinking there's a lot of connection stuff going on with a truth watcher and like these days we don't look at the organization of the orders on the chart this much and we know that connection is very much a bondsmith thing Mm. 
but also the truth watchers the are truth like, watchers, yeah they're, they're right <laughs> there right there they're right there mm-hmm. it's, and and yeah. like they're, they're in those mm-hmm. special places on the chart yeah. and it's it's just a little suspicious is all I'm they're saying. the two pupils of the double eye of the almighty and like thinking about renarin specifically he has connections with bridge four and moash right mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. this this thing with moash he's got like a deep connection to bridge four right Mm-hmm. yeah and it's also interesting like talking about his visions yeah because like we don't really know like i think most people kind of lump it in with illumination because there's like a mm. visual aspect to it but it's very like the whole stained glass thing and the pot like it, it, it's it, pretty it, different than the, pretty so different yeah light. like well and and like I when, when Alex was talking before about like void binding versus surge binding, like does Renarin have like two surge binding powers and one void binding power? Like, is it actually like three separate yeah. abilities? Um, yeah, kind of seems like it. Um, but what's interesting to me too about his future sight is it it can be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, yeah. so well, there's it, all, all future sight can be wrong. In, yeah, because yeah. that's how the spiritual realm stuff works. You're looking into possibilities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So another thing that we know about the sort of like the stained glass visions that he sees is that they aren't visible to other people, mm. which we think if they were more on the um, the illumination side that. You know, it doesn't seem like Shalon can make illusions that only one person can see or that only she can see. It seems like if it's illumination, everybody sees it, mm. which I've, I've always been of the impression that, you know, there are, there's like the truth watcher powers and then the future sight stained glass thing is something extra. So, yeah, that would make sense to me. I think it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like yeah. Oathbringer, like he definitely describes it as like his old fits were healed, and then he got like a new like epileptic seizure thing. But we also see Relaine get them mm-hmm. get a vision in yep. with War, so it can't be that. What was the Relaine vision? I f- forgot this. When he is bonding to me, he's he, the ground goes to black obsidian and he sees a tower coming to light and a figure rising in uh, oh okay right okay mm-hmm. yeah. right the thing that happens in the book which is probably why i forgot this because i'm like ah <laughs> oh, right yeah yeah that yeah we're gonna get that real it quick. is super it is super bizarre how early in their bonds they start getting these visions though yeah mm-hmm. like which instantly is, i guess something. like that yeah. is very interesting mm-hmm. yeah. and one thing i find interesting about the visions is that like they don't control them and they don't need to practice at all to get yeah. them right, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know if we've seen any other like surge binding. We've never seen any surge binding powers like that. Like each mm-hmm. surge binding power you need to practice. Yeah. It which, is. Like, I, I do think this could be the enlightened truth watcher resonance because resonances, I don't think need to be trained. They just happen. Cause it's like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You, that's like, true. Yes. Like the strength of squires or God, it really memory. strengthens that. Yeah. Like, I mean, this this is one of the things that originally 
so by the end of words of radiance i was like renarin is not a normal truth watcher and i typed up a whole long post about how i was fairly certain that renarin was not a normal truth watcher and that whatever was happening with him seeing the future was not surge binding and Mm -hmm. A lot of what made, brought me to that theory, which you know ended up being confirmed in Oathbringer, was the fact that it seemed to be so against his will. And though we had seen right. Radiance surge binding unintentionally, we'd never seen them, you know, being forced into a surge or yeah. you know mm-hmm. being trapped into a surge that they they didn't want to have happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we see Renarn at the end of Words of Radiance, it definitely you know, the vision comes over him and he can't do anything about it. He's revealing his big secret in front of a bunch of people he doesn't trust. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's not something I think he would have chosen to do at all Mm -hmm. or done accidentally. Like he wasn't thinking about it. Like Kaladin did with the bridges. I kind of wonder like what, cause you were kind, we're kind of starting to get hints of what Sia not was up to with Renarin, like with like, He's changing the path, kind of, in ways that Odium can't anticipate. Right. I kind of wonder why she wants a second corrupted, enlightened truth watcher. And, you know, is she looking for, like, is she going to build more of these? Because she just seems very intentional. And so I'm kind of wondering, like, yeah, what's the goal or what's her rationale in, in doing this? Well, it's Venarin can obscure Odium's future sight around him. Like the farther someone is from him, like the more Odium can see. So so having two kind of just doubles the amount of people that are hidden. I guess. I also think that the Odium stuff might not necessarily even be her main... It's definitely not her only goal. Like, she wants her children to be accepted. Mm -hmm. And I think also if you have more corrupted Truth Watcher, enlightened Truth Watchers, and they're accepted, then that's sort of furthering that goal of her children being accepted. I will say, this brings up a very interesting point about... We talk about like Odium can't see Renarin um, or the people who are even around him in this kind of like ATM shadows canceling each other out right. sort of way. Future future vision messes with future vision. Mm-hmm. I will say it didn't seem like race was necessarily aware of this blind spot, but Taravangian absolutely is. Right. Taravangian very, oh. very specifically exploited this in order to pull off his plan and kill race. And the thing is, if I have just killed the previous Odium and I know the loophole oh. that I used to do it, I think, you know, one of Terramanian's yep. first thing is get rid of the Enlightened Truth Watchers because oh, they are a totally big and liability that he is extremely aware of. And he's well aware that Jeannot helped. Um, I mean, we don't necessarily know if she talked to Renarin directly or if he just, you know, saw the visions and knew what he needed to do. But he's the one who brought the, um, were they Windsprin? In the crystals. Yeah. Yeah. To Teravangian, which summoned Odium to him. So, like, he knows that Jeannot was involved as well. And now he's Odium. And it's almost like, thanks for all the help getting rid of the old guys. Now I have to kill all of you to make sure nobody can do the same thing to me. Right. So do you think Relaine for Sia not is like kind of a failsafe? Like, because 
Caravanian knows about Renarin. I don't think he could know. He may not know about Renarin. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so new. I'm but, worried about my boy. All right. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Like that, that, no, that that is very good. But how much of Sianat's rebellion against Odium was a rebellion against Odium or rebellion against race? Like yeah. she might be willing to work with Teravangian. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll have and to see. There was there was a passage where uh, the, the 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 passage where where she's asking a question and and Odium's like your question do not question. And Jana thinks, but the power likes questioning. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. try to get rid of Renarin or do you try to recruit Renarin? I mean, I think if if he's going to cause holes in your ability to predict the future, I don't know if having him on your side is is necessarily going to help. Especially so that's close a to that's Balinar, a trust issue, right? Like you really yeah. don't. I I wonder if Renara knows what actually happened. Like, he, I think some does. something made him bring those crystals. Was it just like, oh, the visions told me to, or did he see what was going to happen? Well, I, he converses with Siana, I think. Does he? Yeah. Or to I a certain. I I mean, she talked about she was very nervous. She didn't want to draw attention to him, and so she was like not talking to him quite as much. But it's. You know, it's, it's possible that he knew what was going to happen. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But, like, because like the impression I got when like he extends the hand to Odium, not Odium, to Terabit. <laughs> now Odium. Odium. <laughs> um, I think like he could see that like something with Terabangian was going to happen. Like whether or not like he thought like, oh, Terabangian, I can see Terabangian's death down this path. Or it's like, I can see Terabangian like ascending like he might not have known like the exact what happened but like he definitely knew Teravangian was up to something so i think doesn't he also put things together doesn't he also open that meeting with something to the effect of something about you has changed like when he goes uh, to visit him mm-hmm. but i don't I, I, I did have one more thing about uh-huh. whether or not Teravangian would recruit Renarin. I think the fact that Teravangian like refused Renarin's hand is going to rule that out as a possibility. Yeah, like, like Teravangian knows Renarin's heart in a way, like mm-hmm. knows his mm-hmm. kind-heartedness that like he wouldn't be able to turn Renarin away from Dalinar. But it's so that was such a good point, Alex, because a lot of the things that we saw of Renarin and like blocking the future site is because in Oathbringer, Terabangian was in the vision with Odium at the end and Terabangian saw the black spot with Renarin's name. But yep. uh not so like we know this, but does how much does Renarin know and understand specifically about that? I think it's kind of mm-hmm. unclear. Well he knows his existence interferes with Odium's ability to see the mm. future. He tells as much to uh, I guess that is true. Yeah. Yes. That's his argument for why they should have more enlightened truth watchers to Dalinar mm-hmm. is that and they foil Odium. And isn't that part of why Renarin is kind of on team Dalinar too? Like am I remembering that correctly? I think that's that why he stays with them. Yeah. yeah. He's supposed like, to be like, a okay, protective. Renarin, you're here because you got like that 
ODM. He's the smoker. He's the smoker of the team. Yeah. In a way, yeah. He's a yeah. time smoker. Y'all remember <laughs> at the start when we were like, there won't be any other Cosmere space. references. We keep talking about Mistborn, actually. Yeah, yeah but that's just not like really Mistborn spoiler, era right? one. That's just like <laughs> yeah. basic abilities. Like, that's not yeah. um, Talking about Renarin, though, talking to Sia and Nat, we do, like, get this part at the end where they say that Renarin suggest- suggested Relaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I don't know how he did that. Like, if it was like indirect, but like the way it's phrased does kind of imply that Renarin is having like actual conversations of some kind with Tiana. Yeah, yeah, because it's was it after he shared the vision with Dalinar that they talked about uh, needing more. Of these enlightened truth watchers, and and Renarin goes, oh, I, I have somebody in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like so. if, so if it's happening yes. at that point, then that recommendation from him must have come after that vision, right? Because the timeline is Jeanat sends to me to Yurithiro and says, hey, go find somebody you like there. Don't just mm-hmm. go and bond with Mraes. And so, yeah. at least at check the very out Mraze, but you're not beholden to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, at least at the very beginning, Tumi is going there with just like, "I'm gonna scout the area, see what's up." And then, mm-hmm. oh god, maybe we need to pull up a timeline on this. And then, so at some <laughs> point, where's Josh? Um, Renarin, <laughs> Renarin pulls Dalinar into a vision, and they have a chat, and he's like, "Oh, actually, so I, I have an idea for another enlightened truth watcher," and. Presumably, he gets in touch with Jeanat. Jeanat gets in touch with Tumi, and Tumi then starts doing the thing where he jumps into a Kremlin and starts oh observing. Jeez, that's right. Relaine. I yep. disagree. Because I think yeah. when Renarin says, like, oh, I have someone in mind, he's already spoken to Jeanat about it, Relaine. Like, so, I don't um, think that, like, so, because, like, I think, possibly? I don't think Jeanat could have gotten into contact with Tumi after. To me, arrived in the tower because like pressure. she did not want to draw attention to him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like she, I don't think there could have been any contact. So he had to know about Relaine as a possibility. So it's probably like, oh, you are being sent. Look at Rays, but hey, like Renarin also like suggests Relaine. Like if Rays doesn't work out, Relaine. It right, but we. It, yeah, I, I just want to read the very mm-hmm. end of that chapter because Galis doesn't know. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, the thing is, like, the the end of the chapter, we need more, Gliss said. We need more like us. Who will be? Who? I can think of one, Renarin said, who would be a perfect choice. So it's like, I guess I just don't know how Gliss wouldn't know <laughs> if, if he already talked with Jana. If he talked in to Jana. Right? Yeah. But you make a good point. Yeah. Like, Jana doesn't want to bring attention to Tumi. So, like, none of what you said is wrong there. Like, obviously, Jana doesn't want to do that. So, yeah. It's just interesting. But I would imagine Gliss would overhear conversations with Jana and that Gliss yeah. would, you know, want to be around mm-hmm. when they talk with Jana, right? And we also yeah. see the scene mm-hmm. where Jana sends Tumi there. And Jana doesn't say anything about Relaine. Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. he just says, hey, if, if you like somebody else, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's a little... 
I think um, also like Brandon couldn't tip his hand too much. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, yeah. you yeah. gotta wait to chapter 54 for Renarn to be like, I have someone in mind. And like, maybe Jean already <laughs> knows, but I can't say that. Yeah. I think it would be pretty easy for Sia not to have some type of corrupted minor spren acting as a relay between the different, you know, her she and her children. That. Possibly she sees like, oh, Odium's really distracted. I think I can sneak someone in to get a message to Toomey in the tower. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, there's hard to, hard to figure out the timeline on that one. But God, there's just so many mysteries with Renarin that like we get like He's this not on screen one, enough. We get this <sighs> one Renarin POV in this chapter showing Dalinar the vision. Uh and I think that's it, right? There's no others. No, yeah, just that one one point yeah. of view, and yeah, then we well, see him I, from other people's point of view a couple times. But yeah, I, I, he's doing I, so I, much I, important stuff in this book, <laughs> but not on screen. We just yeah. see the consequences of it later, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, that was Renarin. Okay, cool, yep. great. I think the hope is though, with a second corrupted Truth Watcher, and one who seems is going to be close to Renarin, <laughs> the like the double viewpoints. Um, kind of within the veil of corrupted truth watcher secrecy will hopefully get us more information in, in the next book. And yeah, I, I mean, I mean, the, the, the more, the more we, we advance the plot, the more we're going to learn about both of them. Like, it's, it's just how it's going to be naturally. But I would like to say that I empathize with Odium because I too would like to know what the hell's going on with her. Not in- <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fair. But I, I think oh, that's boy. really interesting, Alex, because I can very much imagine that Odium would go after Renarin specifically. Like, if they <laughs> engage in battle, like, I could very well see that Teravangian would either kill Renarin or, like, get Renarin away from Dalinar. Like, if we think that there's gonna be stuff in Shinovar where Odium's trying to, mm-hmm. like, lead Renarin to the Shinovar stuff because reasons, I don't know. Like, or we- kill Gliss. Neutralize kill Gliss. the power. Yeah. That's, that's- you could do that, too. I wonder how much of Teravangian trying to act like race is about him trying not to t- like he's obviously trying not to tip his hand and we see that mm. with hoyd yeah. but i wonder mm-hmm. if there's an element of if i do what race was doing i can hold off render and getting a vision until like the last minute oh okay that's interesting maybe i don't i mean we know that some people know that there's a new odium like l definitely writes about as, it yeah, he does. Yeah. in the visions so yeah. it's it's not a total secret but he's, yeah he's he telling did- some people but if he doesn't alter like the current future path mm-hmm. of the power that he holds, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe that wouldn't trigger a new. Yeah, that, that's an interest. But I feel like if Renarin oh, sees my. possibilities, it would at least create new branches. I, I don't think this is something he can trick. Like it's it's like with Atium. You can and except for that one weird moment where Vin does the weird thing and kills Zane, you can't really pretend like you can't fake ATM. If you if you try to do a feint, the ATM shadow reveals the feint. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It makes me wonder if Renarin and Relaine's future vision would interfere with each other, or if they're both like <laughs> 
tapping the same future so it's you know it's like the same frequency well, and it wouldn't I mean, mess it up I don't know. well alex i've always wondered uh ever since words of radiance where they're like oh yeah the night forms they speak of all <laughs> yeah. sorts of crazy future things <laughs> but we're gonna forms. we're just gonna have them be prison guards in rhythm of war i'm sure they're not important oh or God. anything <laughs> don't you dare bring up the freaking Boy. night forms in um, my presence oh but boy so freaking night forms man yeah i'm at, i'm at the point of waiting for the next book where i am imagining scenes from like possible scenes mm-hmm. from the next book we're seeing the future and it's like yes and so it's like i know we've like toyed with the idea of like teravodium being revealed to dalinar like just by him just showing up at the end but i've been toying with like the scene of siana realizing like Teravangian is the new odium. Teravangian not liking Siana and like threatening to kill Siana. And so Siana um attempts to claim sanctuary in Erethiru. Because right. we have to get to her there. I'm and like that's this. the reveal. But I also it, like really don't want the new odium reveal until the Battle of Champions, you know? Because that's just gonna be so dramatic and awesome. We'll have to see. I mean, Brandon knows how it's going to go down, I assume. I, He's got I it all in his head, at he least. He has been very excited Some for book big five ideas. for a long time. <laughs> and he's like, I finally get to write this book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, boy. Like, I, oh, like, how will that relationship work with Janat specifically? Because there's so many different possibilities that that relationship could go. Like, <laughs> Teravangian I- could initially be like, Hey, you helped me before. You're in my good graces, and yeah, like just do that maybe, and be like more agreeable than race because like yeah, I mean I I got rid of that guy. He's an asshat, so yeah, that sounds good to me. I don't know. I am I really s- excited by more Jeanat stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see it either going very very well and they get along great, or very very badly. Yeah, I, and I, yeah, that's true. And tries to kill her. Yeah that i think that's about right you know yeah it's so cool to like we, we've seen a little bit of like mixing between the the the, the two sides of mm-hmm. this great conflict uh we've seen fused kind of defect um although they're not really joining our side they're like going with these exiles and they're trying to do their own thing but obviously they're not going to do their own thing because this is a book um it's really interesting to like imagine unmade joining like the uh, honors side and like the human side now we just need I mean, a, is a prime candidate i've been wanting sarah not to join yeah honor side for ages i was about to say now we just need a herald to join odium side oh wait that already happened <laughs> 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 i already did that we sure love to see some of that in book five that'd be great <laughs> I mean, we could get another herald to join Odium's side now that Terra Vangian is Odium, and he's all buddy buddy with Dova. How that? I don't know. If they're buddy buddies. Well, they're not buddy he, buddy, but but they have a working relationship already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the way, if you forgot, Dova is the herald Batar, uh, which like we yeah. 
we're pretty, we weren't sure after Oathbringer whether Teravangian was telling the truth, but clearly in this book, he's like, yeah, so that's Batar. So Teravangian, that's true. At least Teravangian believes Dova is Batar. Genuinely it, believes Dova is Batar. Yeah. I, I doubt yeah. Teravangian is actually wrong. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good at that sort of thing. Um, but we gotta find out what, what the other ladies are up to. Yeah, the other lady I'd, heralds. I would all love just to know. Where's Vidal? Keeping a much lower profile than the where's, dudes. Where's Chana? Where's Chana? Right? Dust for yourself. Pylia. Mm. Herald of Truth mm-hmm. Watchers. Relevant. Or, or as Isaac says, Pylia, I think he's what. I don't know. I think no, I'm he, actually he says just, it weird. I'm just very confused about how to pronounce or spell that Harold's name. So ever since we got <laughs> Polly. confused. Polly. Ironically, yeah, of the female Polly. Harold's Shalosh is the most visible, which is like we, we get that like literally first prologue, her statues defaced, uh, and you know, we have and her in an interlude in the first book. But where's Chana? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we with this book we've know what all of the guy heralds are doing. Yeah, all the guy heralds. Mm-hmm. I feel like the women are a lot smarter at keeping a low profile. <laughs> we've met all of Except the guy heralds us. on screen, right? Yeah, we've met we've all of them. We've seen yeah. all of them. We killed so. one what? even. Are you yep. saying that declaring yourself the god king of Tukar and the almighty <laughs> isn't being low profile? <laughs> He's very Ishar is known oh, for his low boy. profile. That, that's, yeah. that's his thing. The that's his favorite thing. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I use Surge Binding to destroy Ashen. But uh, I'm going to go to over here now. Uh, uh, and I should totally be a herald. What's up, Otter? That's just, a nice, that's a nice bond with the Stormfather you have. Yoink. I think I'll take it. I'm Loki. <laughs> I'm Loki. Like I like the uh, dichotomy of the male heralds, where it's like Ishar leading a country, Kalik leading a secret organization, Nail leading the Skybreakers, and then Yezra is like, "Yeah, I'm drunk in Kolinar." <laughs> <laughs> Chana's off in Bavland, yeah. just drinking her butt off, maybe. Just... Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, she was she was supposed to be brave and. Was it brave and obedient that were? And she's a runner. She's good at running. That's what we know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we 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 are very off task. <laughs> we are very off topic. Back to you. What if we I, I What if like... we hypothesize about Videl? Like, there's not a lot to talk about with Renara and Shadon and things. Like, what if we just spitball what Videl's doing? You know, let's talk about all the things we don't know about the Heralds. What if What if we just talk about Vedelev's golden keys? Because that's a thing. Yeah. They're yeah, gold. What's up with that? And you know, you know what other uh who else is associated with gold? Odium. It's true. Solid connection. And that's, and that's why the oh gold shows a different past. Never mind. I was gonna make a stupid joke about burning gold. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> ah, curses. It was gonna be a great oh, future man. site joke about gold. Yeah, we should keep talking there... about Renarin more. So before we move on to some very interesting character things. There is this um, excerpt from chapter 114 of Rhythm of War where Lelaine is thinking about what Tumi is. Um, This Brent had been watching him from the heart of a Kremlin. Lelaine and Bunny had mistaken Tumi for a void Spren, but he wasn't exactly the same thing. Once an ordinary mist Spren, 
Toomey had let Sianat touch him, and in so doing, make him into something new, a spread of both honor and odium. Toomey pulsed to a new rhythm, the rhythm of war, something he had learned recently, something important for his siblings to hear. Oh, that is important, huh? And Brandon mm-hmm. is putting that at the end of a book. That's, mm-hmm. this, this, is, this is called foreshadowing for the next <laughs> book. Yeah, oh, and... Because it's one of my, like, big questions coming out of Rhythm of War is what is, exactly is the difference between corrupted investiture and hybrid investiture? Because like mm. Warlight mm. is a hybrid investiture. It's a, a mix of honor and odium. The the enlightened truth spren or corrupted truth not truth spren, mist spren like corruption is a mechanical thing in the Cosmere. It's like often associated with the color red. It's like yeah. um, Shalash names name drops it during the Battle of Thalen Fields. Um, it's like the light of corrupted investiture, like she can see in the sky, like being red. So it's like, what is? So obviously there there's relate a relation here, but <laughs> I don't know what it is. I will now converse. There is. Another thing that is relevant here to the Rhythm of War, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how, but in the Rhythm of War, in Brandon's book, Rhythm of War, inside the in-world text Rhythm of War, yes. Rabonio talks about the emotional effects right. of the Rhythm of War and how L would be interested in those. Right. And so we never, we never know what those effects are. Right. Um, but but maybe that's related to Toomey's thing. Yeah, and I totally forgot that uh, at that name drop of corrupted investiture in the end of Oathbreak. There's a lot in that ending. Okay, yeah. there's um, a lot in that ending. <laughs> there's a lot of ending there. Yep. This quote that Ian shared though kind of brings me back to our discussion earlier about the difference between unmaking and enlightening, mm. and I think mm. like. Toomey kind of spells it out there. Like, he's not just of Odium, he's of both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm not saying I agree with this theory, but it could be that Toomey thinks it's important on a philosophical level. Like, at the beginning of the book, even Raboniel thought Stormlight and Voidlight were opposites, and she said that, and maybe this is like, a philosophical it's important for people to hear this because it just proves that we're not opposites and we can coexist har- mm, sure, like sure. harmoniously right. with mm-hmm. that's the boring answer mm-hmm. yeah. it could be both <laughs> i am i am very interested in this line of thinking about the hybrid lights and and what it means for investiture to be corrupted versus what it means to be hybridized or harmonized or whatever mm. i i think there there's something like and and the connection between enlightening and unmaking so like it, we we talked earlier about and and i was on board with the idea that enlightening is like half and half type of thing right half your spirit web is honor half your spirit web is odium or whatever some proportion but i'm really yeah but i'm really warming up to the idea that it's it is half and half, but it's more like they are made of war investiture. 
sure. as opposed to as opposed to like having a clear delineation between the two types. And and that is obviously separate from corrupted investiture. They've been emulsified. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like mayonnaise. Yeah. I I don't think they've been emulsified yet. Cuz like no. they are still cuz they they are red. They are corrupted. But like this might be a way to like make them more complete. Like mm. make them so they're not corrupted investiture, they are the hybrid investiture. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if they need to emulsify and that is why the illumination is acting up and weird? And like if they find a way to like become more harmonious as like this rhythm of war, war light type thing, it'll like huh. smooth out the powers and make it like I don't know. Huh. And what if they can use like the Nahal bond as an emulsifier, like or like the version of it that Renarin has. Like, what if the farther Renarin and Relaine progress on their oaths, the more they're able to like mix the powers and use them better and more efficiently? Huh. We have no idea what oath Renarin's on, right? Yeah, we have absolutely no indication. He has, he has a blade. Like, yeah, but we don't know when Truth Watchers get blades, so. and even yeah. less on Enlightened Truth Watchers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that works. Yeah. yeah, so probably at least third. But Maybe probably. Yeah, you can't Do even we? begin to imagine what his oaths are like. Yeah. God, how Do even we? plate work? Do we know if Renarin can use Void Light? Has he ever tried that? We don't know. I would not be surprised if he could. Yeah. We know that Relaine can use Void Light because it seems like yeah. singers have a natural affinity for it, but well, yeah. Venley can. Yeah. And Venley can, yeah. Well, and like they talked about like they brought some Void Light to Relaine specifically, and he was like, it it feels oh, what does he say? He says almost like it feels eager, like it feels hungry for him. Like he feels like it would be easy for him to take something like Temptation. that. Temptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is is an emotion there? I feel like it's possible. I I, I think it has to be possible mm-hmm. for him to use yeah. flashlight. Yeah, has to. actually, when when we originally got the reveal that um, Gliss was corrupted, I almost wondered if like Renarn had been using Void Light the whole time and was just like using illusions to make it seem like that wasn't the case. Whoa, going deep. And then <laughs> thankfully we got a point of view that cleared it up that that was not what was happening. But I was like, oh yeah, because we just had like. Because we'd just gotten the Risen interlude with the mm-hmm. the masked one who used illusions. I was like, oh, I wonder right. if that's what's happening with Narin. No. You no, know, it wasn't. Alex, that's really interesting. But the more that I'm reading Rhythm of War and just like seeing these quotes, usually Brandon isn't trying to pull a fast one on us. Like, if he's saying the ball of light is weird somehow, it's like, well, I mean, that's going to be relevant somehow. I don't, I don't know how, but, like, it's going it's to do something, I yeah. guess. Like, uh, and, like, oh, the rhythm of war is important for these other friends here. It's like, well, that's, I, I don't know where that's going, but, like, it's going somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. And usually Brandon doesn't, like, this is true and just, like, totally undercut it. Unless you're Shalon. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Uh, uh, other than that, usually the 
uh, narration. It's like, hey, if you think, if you think find a car is who he is like yep that's what it is right and things like that yeah god even even more so to me it's almost unquestionably true that renarin can use void light to me to me to (laughs) me (laughs) i heard it too This is the I'm loopy sorry. shard cast. I'm sorry. It was, <laughs> We're all in a it weird was so mood good. today. It was so good. <laughs> if you didn't like that G-O joke, please comment below. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't like that, comment below because that will actually make our video recommended more. It's true. If you comment more. <laughs> so comment below if you hated that joke. I'm counting on you. If you empathize you. with the, the pain that I have to put up with with these people, leave a comment. Yep. Help me. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I've, I've, I'm just imagining it, it you is... trying to not say the word to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, as you're pausing with that. Sorry, please no, continue. In, in my opinion. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, it, it is almost undeniable that Renarin can use Void Light. There just seems or rather he can take in void light. What is more interesting to me is whether he can use it and what he can use it for. Because what we see with Venli is that she has no problems sucking in either stormlight or void light. But there's nothing she can do with, she can stone shape with stormlight? She can do both, I believe. I, I think she both. says she can use either light for her powers. I thought it was yeah. sure. No, no, hold up, hold up. Because she, she drew in a bunch of Stormlight. Uh-huh. And she tried to stone shape, and she couldn't. And she had to wait for the Stormlight to dissipate from her before she drew in Void Light. And, and that's when what? we had the whole thing with... I have no memory. I don't, I don't recall what? that. Okay, research oh, break. Well, well. Well, yeah, we, we got research break. Well, I, I think, wasn't it that she didn't want to use Stormlight because it could be detected? No, yeah. like there was in, in the scene, um, I explicitly remember that she had to wait for, the, for her Stormlight to like naturally yeah. dissipate from her. But she was in like the 11th floor or whatever. She was alone. She has a blockage with Stormlight because of the tower's defenses, she says. Oh. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah, that Erythru yeah, yeah. is all, yeah. She wasn't convinced it would work with Stormlight, not with the tower's defenses in place. Right, Indeed, okay. as Vinley okay. tried to do, well, anything with Stormlight, she felt as though there were an invisible wall blocking her. Oh, okay, that totally yeah. makes sense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense, okay. Okay, so, great. So yeah, it was it was back in uh, it's chapter 11 the the quote that i was thinking about where it says she drew a bit of void light from the sphere in her pocket she could use either of the two types of light the strange void light or the old stormlight of honor from what tamber said oh. this was new whatever vinley was doing it hadn't been done before okay so yeah so right. i i imagine renarin can also use either one yeah i agree mm-hmm. right. although what's interesting is like Venli can use both, not because her spren has been enlightened. Mm-hmm. She can use both because she's a singer, or no. because oh, she's in 
a regal. Maybe because yeah, she's a regal. That's what I was yeah. kind of thinking. She has the void spread in her gem heart. That's trapped yeah. by Tamber. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. Well, I guess Relaine maybe a connection to Odium. But I mean, I guess Relaine has the the enlightened spread. Yeah. So, like, uh, the, yeah, yeah. I think you need that connection to Odium. But like, oh. he had the the like sense that Void Light was like calling to him, like. Before he had a bond with Toomey. Yeah, true. That's so, like, yeah. this might be like singers are connected to well, Odium. That, yep. I went to yeah. go find that quote too. And oh. he mm-hmm. said, uh, Relaine said that the void light feels painful. It's dangerously inviting. Like, if I touched it, my body would drink it in eagerly. The pain mm-hmm. part's interesting, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It vibrates yeah. wrong against his soul. Well, I think says. that's the anti void light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope, I think that one's just void light because this is chapter sixteen. It's before oh. they get the anti void light. Yeah. No, but um, Navani has the vibrating wrong. Oh, is it the dark sphere? Oh. Yeah, it's the dark sphere. Right, 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 right. Oh and, yes, and yes. Talks about he's saying how it's different that from void light. Yes, he's talking about how the void light is inviting, and mm-hmm. the anti void light painful. seems painful. Right, that okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how that goes. Okay, we did our research. <laughs> you were just, right. Yeah, right we're now. doing our yeah. research right now, right now, live, right now. Yeah, that's what you want—the shardcast experience. It's like, you want that can, you ever, that time? can you ever finish with research? No, you can't. Never. No, you can't. <laughs> no matter how much we prep, sometimes we're just like, "Oh, our conversation led here, and we need that one quote from that one thing." Yep. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, apparently, I thought this could be one episode, but uh, everyone else had already come to the realization that it was really going to be two all along, which, okay, yeah. Next week, we're going to talk more about Renarin and Relaine and character-y stuff. Because, uh, I mean, we, we had a lot of mechanics to talk about. That was good. Uh, I, I'm always worried when there's like things like, yeah, we don't know what's going on here. It's like, will that be a half hour or will it be an hour and a half? Well, the answer is hour and a half. There you go. Uh so usually is i mean sometimes anyway let's move on to who's that cosmere character this character is from roshar menace tian Braze. void in drag on a horse (laughs) it's time for who's that cosmere character All right, listeners, you know how the game is played. You send an email to WTCC at 17thstar.com with five clues into character that those clues correspond to. I read each clue aloud on air, and after each clue, our panelists have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Let's begin. I'm ready. So this first one was sent in by Yeshaya. You know, this is a lot easier without Brandon there because God, thinking straight while Brandon's there, thinking of like good who's that cosmic that was very stressful. I would just want to point that out. It's like, oh, I gotta be like smart and things. (laughs) It's really stressful. Never been a concern for me. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad. (laughs) Okay. Well, not all of us are you, Ian. (laughs) All right. Clue one. This character's predecessor was killed. Teravangian. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, I, I'm still pretty sure 
we're not going to get to Rhythm of War stuff until at least July. Uh, but. Um, Ellen right. DeVenture. It is not Ellen DeVenture. Rayodin as King of Aerolon. It is not Rayodin. I'm going to say Marsh as leader of the uh, rebellion. <laughs> it is not Marsh. <laughs> I'm going to say Rashek as hero of ages. Ooh. It is not Rashek. I like that you're giving the titles of like what they replace. <laughs> hey, that's what the people want. They want was like, wait, who's that character? That's it's like, yeah, you know? yeah, no, you know. It's how we show them we're smart, Clue. Grace. Clue two. This character has remarkable self-control. Okay, so not Zane. Probably not. Uh, how about, well, I'm going to go with Dalinar. I know he killed tons of people over decades of his life. But, you know, he did have really good self-control when it really mattered at the Battle of Thalen Field, so. <laughs> it is not Dalinar. So from, uh, Yasna. It is not Yasna. Yasna. It is I'm not Yasna. I'm going to guess Sadeus II, a.k.a. Amaram. <laughs> it is not Amaram. Does he have good self-control? Usually. Usually he's like, he's very dignified and he's always oh, the okay. proper Alephi okay. man. Okay. I was like, thing. oh, I mean, he kills people all the time. He gives into that temptation. <laughs> Self-control isn't just about killing people you know, right? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying there's a lot of combat in these books. <laughs> what, what, are, what are your urges, Eric? What do you feel that you have self-control over? Oh, boy. It's just all murder all the time. You can quote me on that. All yeah. murder so all it, the time. Their predecessor was killed and they have good self-control. See? Mm-hmm. They have remarkable self-control. self-control. See, it, it leads you to the killing. That's what these clues are doing, okay? Uh, I'm uh-huh. gonna guess... No, it doesn't. I'm gonna guess Hoyd. It is not Hoyd. Who's Hoyd's predecessor? Hoyd. Doesn't he have, like, a mentor? <laughs> the person? I don't know if I that's canon. Know. But, I mean, you in guys the have a red taking, taking the name right or something. Yeah, well, that was in the liar of Partnell sample chapters. We don't know if that's canon. No, well, no it's like okay. do you still use your master's old name. Oh yeah, I guess it's true. In the letter, master was yeah, killed. Okay. Though he we just died. I don't know. I don't know anything about Horde Master. Anyway, no. Well, I'm guessing. Give him another guess for. I think we need another clue. Uh, no, uh, I guess Ian oh, has sorry. not guessed. No. I am going to guess Susabron. It is not Susabron. Mm-hmm. Clue three. This character was deposed. Ooh, and it's not Ellen. All right. It's not Ellen. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to go with Penrod. It is not Penrod. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about being killed. What? I already guessed I, I thought yeah. like that was a joke and you didn't actually. No, no, was... no, I did. No, I did guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, he, he guessed like, okay. Mm. Uh, then that's not my guess. You're, you're <laughs> lucky Argent talked over you, so I didn't actually hear what your guess was before you recanted your guess. Oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> if you're killed as a king, does that Count as being deposed. No. no. That's just, what is being deposed? What is being deposed? 
It's like if you were, if there was a violent <laughs> wouldn't you say that the king was deposed? Okay. I mean, that that's a vaguely accurate term. Put your comments below if you agree or not. I'm going I'm... to guess Iodon as king of Aerolon. It is not Iodon. Because <laughs> he's... And Iodon doesn't have good self-control. No. I was thinking of him too. I mean, like, he he had very good self-control in only killing people on certain nights. See, it yeah. all leads back to the killings. Oh, okay. It's not just me. I mean, I don't... I don't feel like the self-control works, but... I mean, I'll just go ahead and throw Elhokar out there, I guess? It is not Elhokar. I have given up on trying to fit all of the clues. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So I will, I will pick a clue and a character I like for that clue and then pretend that I have forgotten the other clues and guess Denth. It is not Denth. I'm going to guess Yanagon. It is not oh, Yanagon. Oh, all right. He's yeah. Not deposed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he he's. Deposed. I was but, doing your approach, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do not do what I do. I sort of have another guess, but just, let's see what the next just clue the, is. The, so. the amount of anger there. It's like I was doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this character is part of a remnant of a remnant. Wait, a what? Wow. A remnant this of a remnant. This character is part of a remnant of a remnant. I mean, that just makes me think Wheel of Time. I'm just I'm like so thinking of Splinters, because it's like a shot. <laughs> I was going to say Lopin, because he was a king and then wasn't a king anymore, but like that doesn't really work at all. <laughs> self-control, <laughs> yeah, he's well known for self-control. Yeah, <laughs> Jace is Lacal. Oh, what? Jace is Lacal. It is not Jace Lacal. Wasn't opposed. Well, he was killed. See, that doesn't mean he was deposed necessarily, as we discussed. Ashweather's your army you count as deposed. No. Uh, Ashweather set. It is not Ashweather set. At this point, I'm just like running out of royalty. Yeah, no, like there's not that many. Deposed is a very specific word, you know. Like, yeah. I will say that for this for this one, because I I don't think you guys any of you have any idea. I will accept a suitable description. Oh Oh, no! Oh, that makes me think it's like a super minor character. (laughs) Oh, is it? Is it the? Oh, I I already guessed this. You already guessed. Guessed. Oh yeah, I'm I'm clueless here. No, we have four of them actually. Come on, that was funny. Wait, okay, so Clue 1 was killed their predecessor? Their predecessor well, was their killed. their predecessor was oh, killed. Okay, okay. Remarkable oh, self-control. I thought I had a good guess. Was deposed. Is a remnant I mean, of a remnant. That's not to say they couldn't have been the one to kill it. It that's just true. isn't specified in the yeah, clue. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 yeah. If it fits all the other clues, Yeah, yeah, then... yeah, no, that, that's, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. I mean, like, the remnant thing makes me think of, like, Skybreakers, but I don't think any of the Skybreakers are royalty. Remnant of a remnant. Yeah, just makes me think of a What does that mean? Eshenai? It is not Eshenai. Ooh, that's not a bad guess. Alex, did you guess? 
No, yeah, I'm waiting didn't. on. I'm waiting on you too. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I know it. I know it. <laughs> I don't. I'm just gonna guess Kyine. I know it's wrong. It Whatever. is not Kyine. I don't know. Or like Avente oh. or something. I don't know. Is it the um? He's the mate form member of the five. That is the suitable description yeah. that I was yeah. waiting for. Oh! His, his name is Abrani. Uh, <laughs> and the last clue is this character is currently male. There we go. As opposed to Malin. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh-huh. that's kind of. Kind I will of share credit with Ian. For. Because Ian figuring it out like the light bulb, it, it like worked. Yeah. I don't remember the, any of this. Yeah. This, this the five for I was really it's really weird to me that like the fused leaders are called the nine, but the listeners called theirs the five, and it's like, is that a holdout? That's a long time to keep it anyway. What's up with that? Yeah. And like like the remnant of a remnant is like the listeners were the remnant, and then like the ones who didn't take storm form were the remnant of the remnant. Yeah. yeah. That's sneaky, sneaky. That's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that mm. at all ever. It's all. I out. didn't remember the predecessor this, being killed. killed. Yeah, yeah, I didn't remember, I remember that at all. That. Yeah, what's up with that? Probably, um, like the previous bait form member of the five. I don't remember that either. Like some of the five remained behind in Kolonar. Uh, to, like, that's name. right. They gave themselves up for execution. That's probably what they meant. Mm-hmm. We figured it out. Yeah. I don't know if when right. we have to figure out the clues. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the, the predecessor there. No, I think that's what they, they said. Were members of the five. The, yeah, it was the, okay, the original yeah. five were the ones who stayed behind. I guess yeah. So I only remember three remaining behind. So I miss. Yeah. All right. Close enough. Cool. All right. All right. It was a good clue. This, yeah. yeah. This next one was sent in by Kalani. Clue one this character has secrets. Renarin. Oh, boy. <laughs> it is not Renarin. Wouldn't that have been hilarious, Alex, if I got it right and it was Renard? I would have cried great. a little bit. That would be great. Mm. That's what's called funny. What is a secret? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll say Sianat. Oh, it is not Sianat. Matt, did you also shout out a guess? Uh, I didn't shout out a guess, and the guess I was going to shout out was just guess, so I'm going to guess something <laughs> different. <laughs> oh, well, um, I will... Oh, you go ahead. Lemmix. It is not Lemmix. I will say Azure. Also known it is as not Vivana. Azure. I will say Kelsier. It is not Kelsier. That's, That's true. That is accurate. This character goes by different names. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we just crossed several of those off the list, so... Vasher. It is not Vasher. Denth. It is not Denth. Let's get all the five scholars. All are, all are returned out of here. <laughs> R Steel, Ye Steel, Shashara. Let's, let's, get, let's guess them all. Are there characters in the Cosmere without any secrets? I will say Shalon. It is not Shalon. 
feel like Kaladin is a pretty straightforward person. I mean, he kept the whole secret of I'm a Knight Radiant for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We, we, we did read about that. That's, that's accurate. And, and, and the whole Amaram thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. Different names. I, I'm just going to guess Shashara. I'm just going to do that. It is not Shashara. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's two more people who need to guess and two more of the five scholars. So we're uh, <laughs> Silence Montaigne. It is not Silence Montaigne. <laughs> I like that guess, though. Such a good guess. Am I waiting on Alex or did you already guess? No, I guess. I don't remember. Oh, never mind. Okay, I well, Alex did. already guessed, so never mind. Who did, who did I guess? I don't recall. I don't remember but I did. either. One of, oh, I did Shalon. I did Shalon. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Clue three. This character is really talented at what they do. Great. Are you sure it's not Silence Montaigne, though? <laughs> is it Hoyd? It is not Hoyd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we left that obvious guess up the table, so. What was clue two again? Many names. Multiple Many names. names. Many names. Yep. Different names. Different names. Uh, shy? It is not shy. Um, Sazed? It is not Sazed. Autonomy slash Bavadin? It is not Bavadin slash Autonomy. Uh, Jochi? It is not Jochi. Clue four. This character pranked a high prince. Well, that narrows us yeah, <laughs> down. significantly down. All right. What? And it's not Hoyd. Pranked is <laughs> kind, of a, kind of a loose word, probably, but... Wait, what were our other clues? <laughs> Multiple names. Keep secrets. What was the first one? Keep secrets. Someone is it Rock? It is Rock. <laughs> no. Whoa! Whoa! What is this? <laughs> wow! You drew and strength from this being the Renard. I did. The Renard <laughs> episode empowered yep, me. Yep. The last clue is that this character's name is a poem. Mm. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ah, wow. that was fun. Good job, Alex. Now you should have guessed his full name because I know you can say. Is it, it Numuhukumakiakiya Lunamore? There we go. There we just cut that one in if we want. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I'm not going to type that on screen. Uh, I'm not going to do that. It's just in like three point font. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to put a line break in. Yeah, the apostrophe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to do a diagonal. Uh, (laughs) Put it across the whole thing. Cool. Well, Come back next week for more Renarin action. <laughs> uh, <laughs> character stuff. Shipping. You know, it's funny. No, okay. Two-part Truth Watcher episode continues yep. next week. Yup. So you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. If you comment below, the algorithm does favor it. So even if you didn't like it, you should put comment. <laughs> if you if, tell me what you feel about the word depose, whether you, everyone who listens, put a comment is being murdered, being deposed. That's the question. There was also another question earlier in the episode that I, you could comment about, but I don't remember what that was. So <laughs> cool. 
All right. Oh, boy. And, oh, and if you want to support this nonsense, you can support us on Patreon. Sometimes there's outtakes and stuff there that are great, I'm sure. <laughs> of, of dubious quality. Of dubious quality, oh, but like people want more of the non-content, and that can be arranged. All right. Mm-hmm. So we will see you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.